Hey, I'm Sanford, your host, and my podcast is taking a whole new twist. Once, twice a week, I'm going to put on the hobby deal, talk about all the different hobbies and stuff, but my main genre that I think I'm going to go to, because I've been studying so hard, uh, trying to figure out something that's going to interest each and every one of you, and that is what I'm going to call Bar Talk. Just stay tuned. And let's get ready to rumble. Hey, last night my wife, man, she just, whew. Now, I don't, I don't understand the damn thing that that guy said last night while we're sitting here drinking. Hey, I'm Sanford, your host, and what I am calling my first podcast in 2022 I tried, you know, many, many different uh, podcast uh, genres. Sometimes uh, this is what you have to do, I guess, uh, until you find that right one. And I believe that I actually found it. And uh, like I mentioned in my little intro there, that uh, I'm going to call it Bar Talk. And what that basically means is um, we're going to talk about things that happen in the bar. Some of the funny things, some of the serious things. Um uh, things of that nature, and the reason I could do that is because after 30 years of working in an oil field, I am now a bartender, and I've been a bartender for now for about oh, six or seven months, so uh, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about one of the sports that I like, I'm not much of a sports person, I mean, I, I don't care for football and basketball and all that, never have, uh, I just don't quite I don't know, understand it or really watched it. Uh, but one of the sports that I really enjoy, and it's uh, UFC. Now, I may not follow it down to the T like a lot of big sports fanatics and stuff do, but I do follow it enough. And doing a little research and stuff, I want to bring to you some of the the, the best uh, statistics and the top fighters and things of that nature and try to keep it going. But also, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, some of the stories and some of the things that I hear each and every night that I work in the bar from both men and women. And so, yeah, that's what uh, this is going to be all about. And we're going to give it a shot. That is what I believe uh, each one of us need. So leave me a, leave me a comment. Leave me a uh, suggestion or whatever, hit like, uh, you know, share it, whatever you got to do. Uh, you can find my podcast on uh, many, many different uh, uh, platforms. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so let's put in a, a little sponsor break here, but I don't have a sponsor right now. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about this. Is I am working currently working on a website that uh, is going to be specific to my podcast and it's going to be a kind of a blog, and I'll share kind of in writing as to what I talked about that week, things of that nature. So as soon as I get it up and running, we will, uh, I will let y'all know, and y'all can go over and visit it and check it out. So, uh, with no further ado, <laughs> let's get into it. Hey, uh, I had a woman uh, that came in the other night. She was uh, shy. Very quiet. That was until she got a little tipsy. And uh, she became a whole new person. 
Uh, I mean, she wasn't rude. She wasn't obnoxious. She wasn't like chitty chatty, like and laughing and giggling like a lot of women. But she was more out, a little bit more outspoken, a little bit more daring, I guess you would. And so she would just kind of chat with whoever was around if they wanted to chat. But she didn't take no crap off no guys either. So, uh, yeah, there was some, she was very cute. So there's a lot of guys hitting on her. But she just told him kind of, hey, I'm here. I just want to relax. I've worked hard all week. If you want to buy me a drink, that's fine. But that's as far as it goes. So as uh, as the night kind of progressed, she she told me this little old joke here. And uh, it's kind of a... Uh, Oh, just kind of, uh, let's, well, let me just tell you, it says, what comes after 69? Mouthwash. Uh, nothing that, you know, but still it was, it was kind of cute because it came from this, this shy girl. Okay. Young lady, I guess you say. So. One of the best uh, things I have, though, uh, is uh, I have a lot of repeat customers. And my, my bar, the, the bar I work in, it's kind of a small bar. Uh, some people call it a sports bar. Some people call it a you know, oil field bar, uh, even though the oil field is no longer around. But uh, either way, uh, we there were some issues before I got hired on. There were some issues with some of the personnel, things of that nature. And so... Uh, whenever those people, those bartenders and management uh, was terminated or left or whatever happened, we lost a lot of customers. And so I've been doing everything I can on my shifts to try to bring in new customers. And one thing that I love to do is listen to people and talk and enjoy their conversation. And if they want my input, I'll give my input. If they don't, that is fine as well. But uh, I live in a little small town. Uh, well, I say small town. It's about 10,000 people, I guess, uh, here in uh, western Oklahoma. And we still have a lot of cowboys uh, around uh, uh, and uh, ranch hands, things of that nature. And I have this one Pacific cowboy that comes in uh, about twice a week. And he comes in kind of tipsy and leaves mm, kind of drunk. So, <laughs> But uh, I'm not going to mention no names, but he is uh, he's a great guy. Very uh, honest, very up you know, up front, uh, uh, buys good drinks, buys me a, a couple of shots or a couple of beers, even though he knows I can't drink them till after work. Uh, and then he tips good. So, uh, but one thing I, I really enjoy about it is he tells me these little stories. Uh, he tells me things that's happened in his past. Uh, he tells me about relationships, things of that nature. But out of all of that, one thing that he does, and I'm ready for him every time he comes in, is he is a great spoons player. Now, uh, he's self-taught and all. He's not in a band or nothing. He just loves playing the spoons. So those of you that don't know what spoon playing is, it's uh, actually two spoons put together back-to-back, -to -back, and they're thumped on the leg, on the thigh part of your leg, and then up to your hand. And uh, you just keep uh, a good beat, a good rhythm going with the music that it's playing, whether it's slow or fast or whatever. And uh, I actually put him on my YouTube channel, so uh, uh, maybe I'll uh, I'll share that link or whatever with you uh, in the description, if, unless I forget. But uh, he is uh, he's just an awesome guy, awesome character, and uh, 
there's some of the things that I would love to share, but uh, I can't. I don't think that uh, it's uh, be appropriate because of uh, it's kind of him talking to the bartender, which in some cases I can share, but other times it's kind of like, well, you know, a bartender is kind of a psychiatrist in its way. You know, you kind of uh, tell your, your little dirty secrets and hope it don't get around, you know. So, and I try to be uh, pretty honest uh, with, with my people and try not to get too carried away. Let me get me a drink here real quick. So, anyway, uh, so when he comes in, as soon as I see him walk through the door, he says, hey, Sanford, how you doing? And I'll have his spoons out on the bar ready for him. I have his first beer. And then he'll usually go to a, a mixed drink. Usually, I think it's uh, Crown and Coke is what he drinks. Every once in a while, he might do a shot of tequila. But beers mainly is his uh, go-to you know, draft beer, that is. And uh, so, yeah. Uh, I really enjoy when he comes in. Uh, he keeps uh, <laughs> he kind of annoys some people because he just he's so talkative and so uh, mouthy. I guess I, I'm not saying that in a bad way. He just uh, I mean, yeah, he just never shuts up. But uh, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's a good time when he does come in, and uh, I've seen him dance with a couple of girls and a great dancer, things of that nature. So. Uh, he works hard, uh, cowboy, like I said, all the way through and through. So, yeah. And uh, so, speaking of characters, I had a couple come in, uh, I don't know, it was like four or five nights ago. And uh, she was uh, she was a nice-looking lady, and her husband was, uh, you know, kind of one of them tall, strong guys, uh Oh, I'm not saying like a bodybuilder or nothing, but he, I think he works either oil field or construction. I'm not real sure. Um, but, uh, you know, they make, a, they make a pretty good couple. And they do come in occasionally, and every once in a while they will uh, have a few drinks and get all lovey-dovey. And then other times they'll have a few drinks and kind of like, not I don't want to say fight or argue, but you can feel kind of the tension coming from them. So uh, one night they was in there, and uh, uh, he pulls out his phone. He's going through what I'm. Well, I figured he was fixing to make a phone call, but uh, so I kind of I started to walk off, and he stopped me. He says, "Hey, come here," you know. So anyway, found out he was flipping through some pictures, and he showed me several pictures of his wife naked, and uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that kind of pissed her off, but uh, but she got him back. Yeah, as soon as she found out that's what he was doing, she kind of got a little pissy and and asked him why he was doing that. And he said, "I'm just showing off my wife and blah blah." And he was trying he was trying to be polite about it, uh, whether he was in the right or wrong, who knows? But still, uh, he was trying to like let her know that he was happy to be with her. And well, she got him back by uh, actually flashing me her tits there at the bar so yeah and of course he got caught on camera and my, my manager asked me the uh, next day uh uh what was that titty flash all about <laughs> i said well it's a bar so <laughs> yeah uh 
like, wow. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm sitting there, you know, trying to think of different things and stuff. And so I come up with uh, a few little jokes and stuff to kind of keep this thing going. And uh, so uh, here's one here that I found. Uh, I can't remember if I found it on the Internet or somebody at the bar told me about it. But either or, it does not matter. It says, uh, what is, what's the difference between kinky and perverted? And the answer to that is, I will tell you next week. No. Uh, kinky is when you tickle your girlfriend with a feather. And perverted is when you use the whole chicken. <laughs> oh, wow. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, during this podcast and stuff, uh, this one here, I'm just kind of doing the bar type deal for you. Uh, some of the things I see, some of the things I do, I'll throw in a few little recipes here in a little bit to maybe you could try at home or next time you go to the bar, uh, try it. Um, but uh, I wanted to kind of do the, the bar thing this time. Uh, my next one, we'll do a little bit uh, of uh, UFC and uh, I'll have uh, full statistics that I can, of uh, the top fighters and we'll talk a little bit about uh, who's going to be ranking maybe uh, uh, next year and things of that nature so uh stick around for that and i hope that uh, you enjoy what i'm trying to portray to you so what's what's what is a 6.9 okay that is a question that this uh young lady asked me one night and uh her she was with uh, our, uh a couple other girls and some guy i don't know if the guy was related or a boyfriend or boyfriend of one of the other girls i had no idea uh, I, I didn't really ask we just kind of you know uh, i pay attention to all my customers the same so i'm going up and down the bar going out to the tables getting orders talking listening whatever the case may be but uh this this lady uh kind of leaned over and she says what is 6.9 and i looked at her and i says oh, earthquake <laughs> now nah, she says uh she says, 6.9 is a good thing ruined by a period. And um, so I looked at her and it was like, it, 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 was, it, was, it was funny, but yet kind of, I mean, the I know she's saying the point is a period and all that, but still it kind of, but also it means her cycle, as you know, and so it kind of like, uh, I mean, didn't hit me quite right, if you know what I'm talking about. So I decided I was going to get her back. And I did. And so I turned around and I made her what I call a red panties cocktail. Now, the red panties cocktail uh, is actually uh, uh uh, pretty silk pennies or wet silk pennies, uh, things of that. But I made this one a little specially red, and I decided to call it the Red Pennies Cocktail. And uh, she kind of giggled and snickered a little bit, and then she kind of like, uh, like, hmm. She knew what I was doing then and what I was portraying to her. And so she kind of shut down there for a little bit. But uh, it was all good. We, we all got along, and... Uh, Made a couple new friends and made some pretty good tips, so it was all good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, all, you, uh, all I need for y'all to do out there, uh, as 
when you're listening to my podcast is leave me some comments. You know, I'm on a, uh, Red Circle. I'm on um, Google Podcast. I'm on Spotify. Uh, I've got a Twitter, Twitter account, which I will put down in the description. And uh, like I said, I will soon have a website. Uh, but uh, leave me a comment. Uh, you know, bad or good, it does not matter. Leave me a, a, a what is that word I'm looking for? Criticism. Tell, tell me what I could do to change up my podcast or what can I do better or is it fine the way it is so let me you know like I said good or bad and I would dearly dearly appreciate it so about a about a month ago I had this uh, young guy he come in and uh, he's about 24 25 years old and of course I you know uh, he walked to the bar, bar and ordered a beer and of course I ID'd him you know um, he looked like uh, he's I mean he was young anyway but then he had this baby face that made him look like about 16 so uh, I actually uh, put it over onto my uh, my register. It has one of those scanners for ID, and uh, I, I read the the date first, and it's kind of like eh, I don't know. So I scanned it, and sure enough, he was I think twenty four uh, years old, and so he ordered a, a, a beer and uh, paid for it, and kind of just kind of like walked around, and you can tell he hadn't been at a bar very much in his last couple of years so i mean he's he was he, he was just kind of one of this out of place and but uh he kind of walked around a little bit and he sat down at a table by himself and uh sitting there drinking his beer and i'd go check on him occasionally make sure he was all right and get him another beer if need be but uh i knew i felt he was you know out of out of character out of place so i didn't want you know anybody taking advantage of that or or, you know, him feeling left out because he don't know nobody and things of that nature. So I took good care of him that night. But uh, anyway, he came in, he ordered his beer and sat down. And, and uh, like I said, I did everything I could to make him feel comfortable. And he went over and began playing pool with this gentleman. And I'd look over and look like he's having a good time. And so I left him alone and everything and then all of a sudden he come up to the bar and i said you need another beer he goes yeah give me another beer he said but uh he said i've got a question for you and i says okay what's that and uh i could see that he was kind of nervous or embarrassed or i'm not sure uh you know and i said well, what's the you know what's the deal what's the problem and he says well, the guy that I'm over to playing pool with, his wife is sitting at that table uh, behind him. And I look, kind of looked over his shoulder and looked. I said, yeah. And I said, uh, she's a pretty nice lady. And, you know, uh, he's always, you know, they've been in there a few times, you know. Uh, never had no issues out of him, nothing like that. He goes, well, he says, the problem is, though, is the guy just asked me if I wanted to have a threesome with him. And I don't know what to do. I said, <laughs> So I kind of, you know, I kind of like chuckled, but yet tried not to like get him embarrassed anymore. And I said, look, man, I said, it's simple. You know, you can take it or you can leave it. You know, that is totally up to you. You know, if I was single and I was your age and I had that opportunity and I felt comfortable with, you know, the couple that, I, you know, I'd go for it. And... He thought about it for a minute and everything, and I said, but I said, but it's it's all up to you, you know. And uh, 
so he took a couple drinks of his beer and he carried it back over and he went back to over the pool table and I was waiting on my other customers and kind of looking over at him to see if, you know, make sure, you know, trying to, trying to, trying to I guess, get a reading as to whether he was going to take this offer or not. And before I knew it, they was all three gone. So I knew that he uh, went ahead and took it. And it was about two weeks before I seen him again. And uh, he come in and he said, you remember me? I says, yeah, I remember you. <laughs> I said, so how did it go? He goes, well, it went great. He said, we ended up spending the whole weekend together. I said, wow. You know, usually a threesome only lasts, you know, uh, a couple hours or maybe, you know, maybe the, you know, through the night or something. But, you know, for a whole weekend, man, you must have, you know. He goes, he said, it was awesome. He said, I damn sure do it again. I said, well, just be careful, you know, and uh, pay attention to who you're with, you know. So anyway, yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. And uh, I mean, I'm just being honest with him and being straight up front and so forth and so on. So, uh, well, oh. Uh, well, my old back's been hurting here about the last week and a half, and uh, I guess just standing on my feet at the bar all the time and walking around and then mopping and sweeping and carrying on. But uh, but other than that, I mean, I, I love it. I love my job and uh, make you know decent tips for the amount of people that I get. Uh, so there's some nights I only get four or five people, but still make a pretty decent amount. So, uh, but uh, anybody out there that, that – uh, you know, wants to try to help me, uh, whether it's uh, being a guest on my podcast or or uh, help me, uh, you know, throw a little uh, change my way or something, just get in contact with me, and uh, we will work out something. So let's talk a little bit about cocktails. Uh, when, I, when I first started working at the bar, I had no idea how to make a, uh, I mean, I knew how to make like a, a, a Jack and Coke or something like that, but I knew nothing about making margaritas or uh, whiskey sours or, uh, it, you know, different types of shots. I sure didn't know how to layer shots and so forth and so on. So what I did, what I began doing was getting on YouTube and writing down, looking at recipes, writing them down, putting them in a little book. And then when my customers come in, if they wanted a certain drink, if I didn't have it written, I'd say, well, uh, let me look that up on my phone and we'll see what we can do, you know. And you'd be surprised how many, how many customers says, man, that's fine. Or, hey, uh, I, I can tell you how to make it, you know, or whatever. You know, there's there's a couple that's kind of like, well, never mind. Just this, this give me a beer, you know. But very few, very few. So uh, one of my favorite, or not one of my favorite drinks, but the favorite type of drinks that I found that I really enjoy making. And that is the old classics and done the old classic way. Okay. And so, uh, as a whiskey sour, a whiskey sour was, was, uh, brought up. Uh, I can't remember what state it was. I think it was around Illinois, or maybe New York, but, um, uh, it was in the twenties. I think is when it became, uh, a uh, actual cocktail and popular, uh, but um, the whiskey sour they make today is done pretty much the same way, except it misses one element. Can y'all guess what that element is? I'll give you a few seconds. No, it's uh, egg white. 
a lot of a lot of bars don't do it now because uh, I'm thinking it's going to be because it's a little bit more time consuming, or maybe uh, they're you know they just afraid of you know getting someone sick. I'm not sure which, uh, but it is, is not against the law to do that. And I've been making uh, several of them here lately. And but a whiskey sour is is uh, just a good bourbon or a good whiskey. Uh, but you start off with your with your uh, uh, rocks glass and add a little bit of simple syrup or a little bit of uh, soda water. I'm talking like uh, a quarter of a teaspoon maybe and a sugar cube. And you muddle that up in your glass. And you muddle it up as much as you can, kind of almost making a paste. Okay. Um, then you add your... Uh, your ice or your ice block or however you're you know whatever you've got handy and your whiskey with some lemon juice or some people use lime but uh you know and then a little bit of uh, uh orange citrus oil that you squeeze off of a orange or orange peel okay but the, the difference is on the uh on the egg white is you put that in a shaker uh and without any ice and you shake it all together your sugar a little bit of simple syrup or water uh your whiskey your lemon or lime juice and uh you shake it dry and that's with your egg white that's about a, a half an ounce of uh of uh egg white and you shake it until you can kind of almost feel it kind of like thickening up a little bit and then after that you add ice to it and you shake it some more and that helps froth that uh, egg white up and then you strain it into a uh, martini glass is what I use I think it looks the best and if you do it right that egg white will kind of come to the top and froth up and then you add a little bit of bitters about three drops of bitters on top add your orange peel and call it good so uh, that is uh, uh, the classic whiskey sour. So uh, margaritas, a lot of people, you know, use margarita mix and and uh, things of that, and that, that is fine too. Uh, but uh, working in the bar, you know, I, I learned margarita is kind of one of my hardest things to learn, I guess. And it's not hard; it just for some reason would not stick with me, you know. So uh, I. Uh, Anyway, I kept playing around and kept looking on the internet and kept watching YouTube. And finally, I figured it out. And basically, uh, whether you're doing a frozen margarita, whether you're doing a margarita on the rocks, it does not matter. Uh, but it's two ounces of your tequila, two ounces of your sweet and sour or lime, and two and an uh, uh, ounce, I think it is, of uh, your simple syrup. And, uh, or... Two ounces of triple sec and then a little bit of simple syrup. About a half ounce simple syrup. That's what that is. And then after that, like I said, you know, shake it up in a shaker. Pour it over the rocks. Add a little bit of uh, grenadine or a little bit of strawberry or just leave it the way it is. And using your lime, uh, you know, real lime juice is the best. Uh, instead of uh, doing the... The sweet and sour mix, you can, you know, use real lime and you just use two ounces of it. So you can get that real lime juice either out of a bottle or fresh squeezed. It's better if it's fresh squeezed, but if you get 100% lime juice, uh, it's 
I mean, it you can't really tell the difference on it. So, uh, but uh, if you're doing a frozen margarita, just add those ingredients along with your ice to your blender, blend it all up till it's ready to go, and then add any flavoring that you might want to add in order to change it up. Because you can add, uh, like I said, strawberry or banana or you know whatever uh, to it and give it some color, give it a, a different uh, flavoring. So, yeah, that's it. So that is my bar talk for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you leave me a comment. I hope that you uh, subscribe and and keep me uh, in your back of your mind as I come up with my next podcast. And y'all have a very good, happy new year. And I will see you.